0: This is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Your number one stop for marriage and finance. Me and Shira paid off six figures of debt. And since then, we've been chronicling the journey to financial independence, early retirement, wealth building, all those things. And on this journey, we may stop and talk to some other folks that are doing something similar. We may bring them on the podcast and have a great conversation. But we're really here for you, right? This is the this is a family thing. And we're here to talk about all things economy, U.S. economy, black community, marriage, all that stuff. So welcome. Shara, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. <laughs> He's had a little horse there. Ooh, I so. need
1: some water. He had a
0: little frog in your throat.
1: You know, uh, it's a little later.
0: Yes. And
1: that's because someone was very adamant about watching all of the football games today. <laughs> and usually on <sighs> Sunday evenings, I just want a couple hours to unwind. Yeah. But huh, it's football season, so. Yeah, it
0: yeah, is the season.
1: I guess I have to be flexible.
0: But anyway well Shire I'm glad to be able to sit down and uh, talk about this topic I think it's really interesting one because me and you talk about this off mic often well less less often than we did but uh, we talked about you know me wanting to move to the south or move just states at, at you know at some point in my life and we've had that discussion so this article is really interesting because we're going to be talking about great migration back to the south for many African American families and we're going to kind of look at the numbers and maybe even see why they're migrating Uh, Shia do you want to touch on what made you want to talk about this or did you not want to go there
1: (laughs) why are you saying like that like something made me
0: well well, you know how this triggered triggered you to want to
1: talk about it or um, is
0: it, should we address that on another pod?
1: No. I you know, I think it will actually come up. Okay. Um, okay. but there's actually a term for it and it's called the New Great Migration. Mm,
0: okay, okay.
1: And this is an article by William H. Frey.
0: A oh, this is from new, bro- Brookings.edu. I like that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes.
1: So it's a new great migration. It's bringing Black Americans back to the South.
0: Mm.
1: That's a rel- relatively recent article. Oh and thought that it was pretty interesting. Uh, we won't read the whole thing. But, you yeah. know, we'll take a look at the beginning. And it says, beginning early in the last century and continuing for decades, Black Americans took part in a great migration mm. that saw millions move out of the south into other parts of the country. Mm. But over the past 50 years, that historic event has reversed as many returned to the south in a new great migration. So, yeah. I I think we've seen it in our own family mm-hmm. living here in California. Mm-hmm. And with other, you know, African-Americans who live here in California, um, there's an origin story yes. about, you know, a grandparent or a great grandparent or even perhaps a great, great grandparent yes. that made the journey from the South to California. Um, I know in in my family, uh, they, they made the journey for more job opportunities mm-hmm. um, at the time they were building a dam in a a town that my family is from. And I know that my great grandfather, um, you know, worked and that was some of the, the work that he took on. And I'm sure that there was other things as well. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we have this big group of us in California, Mm -hmm. but you know, that came from my great grandfather and great grandmother and we have other relatives that we unfortunately don't know. Right. I could have a relative listening. Don't you feel that way sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, uh, there are a lot of migration stories right. in families. And so it is really interesting to see that folks are leaving uh, yeah. some of these Western states and other parts of the country and kind of going back yeah. to the South
0: that's interesting like how you said a lot of uh, if you trace back to maybe two or three generations they all always families in California always trace back to the south like my grandparents on my mom's side both from Texas and then on my dad's side I believe Arkansas so you know Mm -hmm. they all come for came for a better life you know what i'm saying maybe they came for the gold and, and the, of the gold rush i don't, <laughs> I don't know but I, don't, anyway. <laughs> I don't
1: think so but right. i mean it would have been nice
0: but you hear stories uh, also shy about how folks were, were leaving the south to go to like chicago and new york and like they were they were going west or they were going up north to kind of just get away from it all so it's definitely interesting to see that they're going back. And I going to see why. I have my theories as to why, but Well, let's, let's just hop let's, into let's some of
1: those theories. I mean, just kind of on like the surface. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Black Americans are going back to the South as a person who doesn't live in the South?
0: Okay. Uh I think with us being real estate investors in the South and being there as much as we have been in, in the past two, three years, I think you get a sense of like a slower pace of life. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's, it's definitely less expensive than a lot of coastal areas, especially, you know, or big cities, if you will, like, you know, Cali in cities in Cali and Illinois and New York, stuff like that. Uh And this is what I hear from people in the South. This is what I hear. I heard, Uh, it's going to come to me who I heard say it but as far as the you know let's address the elephant in the room the racism if you're in the south it's more understood this is how I feel this is how this group of people feel there's no ambiguity as to uh, feelings there right so if I'm of one group and I live in an area with folks I'm with, I'm I rock with y'all. It's, if if I wasn't rocking with this particular group, I would live on the other side of town Like, this, I don't want to say it's segregated, but to a large majority, it feels like Maybe. not that racism has been resolved, but it's just like we have an understanding here. Whereas in some of the bigger cities, it's a little more covert, it's a little more hidden, it's a little more, uh, uh, microaggressions on the job it's a little more you know what I mean Are the racism a little in more the, subtle in the, than in the south in the south okay. is under is more of an understanding of mm-hmm. where people stand as far as racism in the big cities they're smiling your face but all the while they want to take your place Oh my! you goodness. see what I'm saying so I think it's some of that too it's just like you know what I'm tired of this big city life man I just want to kind of go somewhere where I could be with my people and I can just be it's almost like back to the motherland kind of kind of vibes to go back to the south. That That's the energy I get when I go down there. It's just like, it's kind of like, man, this is kind of feels like home for some weird reason. You know what I mean? What you think, though?
1: Um, I think the cost of living is definitely a huge one. I think that uh, folks tend to feel that if they, that they'll have a better quality of life. Yes. I mean, that's the only, I mean, that's a really good reason to to leave, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that that plays a big role.
0: You're priced out of uh, the, these big cities, man.
1: Right, you're priced like, out of your local market. Yes, um,
0: more job opportunities, you think, down there,
1: or possibly. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that the article talks about is that it's a lot of black professionals mm-hmm. that are actually t- uh, taking part in the new great migration. And so that is um, interesting to see that it is folks who, you know, are educated and they're working professionals.
0: Yeah. You know, Shia, while I've never been to Atlanta, I almost drove out there. I had a free day one day when I was in Montgomery Mm -hmm. checking on one of our properties and I was going to drive to Atlanta because it's a two and a half hour drive. I never did, but I hear that it's just a black utopia i hear that it's very like you said professionals people you know nice neighborhoods nice you know black neighborhoods that are well established and been there years and you know and so i do hear a lot of that um and i think that's a that's probably another reason why a lot of people migrate they want to go be where there's more opportunities more affluence all that stuff
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's this. To entry. see, you know, more people that look like them yes. in positions of power. Yes. Or, you know, more like black doctors, mm-hmm. black dentists. What and, a concept,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't see too know, much of that out here. We, we Surprisingly, don't. yeah. Yeah, we I
1: mean, I wish that we saw more. I mean, we do live in a very, very uh, diverse area. Mm-hmm. But as far as our sheer numbers, they're not as high in California.
0: What do you think about that, Shire? Because, you know, we talk about this with our kids. Man, when I went to school, you know, let's say elementary school, we were at least a strong, black kids were at least a strong 30% of the class. You know what I mean? If you had a class of 30, there was at least six, seven, eight black kids in there. Now our kids mess around to be the only black kids in the class. So I love the diversity, but it seems like the black population is shrinking in California to me. It's definitely diverse, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But is our are our number shrinking?
1: Well it depends on where you live, yeah. right? As far as what the classroom makeup will be. Yeah. Um but let's go down to that map really quickly okay, and see the states that people are leaving and where they're actually going. Yeah. So they had a nice visual um and this map is just a couple years old so it's from 2015 to 2020 and the folks that uh black people are leaving are california um and then also surprising to see louisiana
0: Sorry, Sharon, trying to make
1: mississippi illinois
0: mm-hmm.
1: michigan wisconsin new york Massachusetts and New Jersey. Yes. And as far as where people are going, um, and some of the places people are going are not, uh, not necessarily to the South. Yeah. So I do see some other states where folks are headed and it's not the South. So um, Washington state, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, and um, that it kind of makes sense. We are seeing that that a lot of folks in California are considering moving
0: just outside, just of the outside,
1: state. like Nevada, yes. yes, and possibly Arizona, yeah. Washington. I'm surprised to see that. Yeah, me too. And then also Texas. Like,
0: we've yeah, known we know quite a, lot a of few California. people
1: who have moved to yeah. Texas, yeah. Um, and not just black people. Black and and white folks yeah. have been uh, have moved to Texas. People that I know personally. Um, and then another state with a lot of gains is Kentucky.
0: Wow. That was. That's, yeah.
1: Okay. That was Pennsylvania. Uh, DC.
0: Yeah.
1: So the DC area.
0: Chocolate city. You uh, know what really? That's what they call it.
1: Um, okay. Uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Georgia and Florida.
0: That sounds about right. I'm not surprised by anything I've seen here on this on this map. Uh
1: yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Like I don't know that much about the Midwest and mm-hmm. some of these states, but I can definitely see why Georgia's there, of course North Carolina, Texas. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah.
0: I feel like Kentucky might be getting a little bit of the folks leaving Michigan and Illinois.
1: Right, you know, so yeah. that's the other trend Is that when there's a state with folks leaving Usually they're just going next door <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of times they're going next door So probably a lot of people, what, in Louisiana and Mississippi, they're going to they're Texas, going to Texas sure. Or they're going over to Georgia Yeah,
0: it's yeah. Interesting, very interesting,
1: interesting. Um,
0: Now you you highlighted that it was like From 2015 to 2020
1: Yes, and so prior to that, so when that first migration was, you know, started, well, they
0: That's crazy, look at that. They
1: have it, so one of their maps shows 1965 to 1970, and it was a lot of people, like literally in the South, were leaving. (laughs) Arkansas,
0: Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia.
1: So folks were leaving those states. And they were traveling to California, wow. to Illinois, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan. Yep. It's it's kinda of like this flip flop yes. kind of like over time. And yeah, I mean I think it's this is very interesting. I you know, I
0: So I think it's safe to say a lot of people migrated in those 65 to 70. I mean from 65 to 70 you had Martin Luther King assassination, John F Kennedy, Megar Evers shoot Malcolm X. I mean you had all these that was the height of Jim Crow. On. So I could see why people were leaving. Do they do you think it feels like things are better so we can go we can go back? Do you think what what do you think how do you think racism plays into the the, the them coming back to the south because i touched on that but i want to hear your thoughts on it do you feel like okay it's a little more there's less racist out there now so now I, we can go know, back that's
1: what, a what really that's a really interesting uh lens i don't even like i wouldn't make my choice based off of racism okay, okay.
0: <laughs> like
1: i think the economic piece that's doing it for you is really at the forefront of a lot of people's minds and the quality of life that they would be able to have. Um, or the quality of life that they think that they will have. Let's just say that because sometimes you move and you find out that, you know, I'm actually living the same kind of life I was living and my quality of life hasn't improved that much. But I, I I think that there are a lot of things that play into the quality of life. It's the quality of schools, um, Social life, you know, are you able to to meet folks and to have experiences that enrich your life? And so,
0: yeah, that's a good point, Shara. Now let's let let's make it personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay.
1: Uh, you hear my okay? <laughs> I
0: wanted and at some point wouldn't mind uh-huh. moving.
1: Okay, where you want to wanna
0: go? South. You know. I'm open. <laughs> I'm open to Montgomery, you know, Alabama. I'm open to seeing what Georgia has to offer. I'm open to South or uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? I'm open to. I'm more open to the idea of moving to the, of being part of this great migration. So, what? Is, how do you? How does that make you feel? Because <laughs> I know. What's your thoughts on moving? Would you ever move? even in a retirement situation or your kids are grown or whatever, would you ever consider moving to the South or are you just yeah? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I think, I don't, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> okay. Give me some reason. I want to know why though. Like, is it the weather?
1: You know, but over the years, the weather here in California has, Marcus, <laughs> keep it, under. it has changed. Yeah. Like it was not over the last like twenty to thirty years, it has changed a lot. Like the storms are more severe. We actually Fires. have we actually have fire seasons. And when I was coming up, we didn't have fire seasons. There might be a fire once every few years. We're kind of like the sky is you know it's kind of smoky. Let's stay indoors today. Yeah. But to just have seasons of fire, like it used to not be that way here, and that's oh it's it's not fun uh it's i mean it's it was it's terrible i feel that our our state has changed a lot i feel like the homeless crisis in california is really out of control it's really out of control and i I mean i said i wouldn't move but now you got me talking i mean come
0: on now shy (laughs) And, um
1: okay. you know I I think the homeless is is kind of a a big deal it's so sad to see that they're not really getting the services that they need mm-hmm. and that every and there's time no inside yeah and every time I get into the car with with my kids it's something that they see mm-hmm. and it's a conversation that we're constantly having and um it used to be that homeless uh folks would be in a certain part of the city, mm-hmm. and it was the part of the city where there were services. Yes. Um, but now, uh, homeless, our homeless population is. I mean it's it's almost it's, everywhere. it's almost everywhere. Yeah. Even in even in the suburbs, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, so i I think that that has infected our affected our quality of life a little bit Sure, in the fact that because here you are doing yeah to me that's human suffering yeah
0: here you are trying to do well and feel good about your little self and and you build you know you you moving up in the ladder and you go out and you leave your quote nice neighborhood and you see human suffering so it does one of two things you empathize with that person and then you feel like a little bit of uh what's that thing shy when you, when you get out the hood and you feel bad for it what's that called uh when you leave the hood uh you know you grew up in the hood you leave the hood you, you hit it rich survivor's remorse there you go
1: you not oh that. okay <laughs> i didn't know you were going there but
0: no you get you get a little bit of survivor's remorse so you just, you how could you feel happy about your life when you you went when right outside your door is human suffering. I love that. You said, that's what exactly what it is Human suffering.
1: It's human suffering. And then the taxes are so high. We have high state taxes. We have high property taxes. Um, the year before we had this huge uh, budget overflow. And and surplus. Surplus. Thank you, Marcus. Now we're in this terrible deficit. And it's just like, sh- I don't know. There are a lot of positive things about California. Don't get me wrong. But between the fires and Mm. folks not being able to get the services and help that they need to live their life with dignity. Yeah. I think that California has a ways to go. Yes. Is it enough to make me want to leave the state? I don't know. I mean, I was definitely leaning towards a no. Yeah. But. But I mean, those are. But there are some big issues here, and it's not to say that other states don't have their challenges. Right,
0: right. I think for me, Shire is like I have the ability to adapt to situations mm-hmm. or places. So, like, I could find my place anywhere. I think. I think
1: that's good. Yeah,
0: like when we and you go to visit other cities, or like when we went to Greensboro, we went to visit. Now we never have stayed like more than like three days there or whatever but just staying there or you know around charlotte or whatever i was just like yeah i could i could get in i could get in on this you know i i feel where I, okay i could I would, you know yeah i could i see myself you places see yourself there yeah and then montgomery the last time the last property we got in montgomery i was able to be there for like four days and i had days where i could just drive around all the Parts of the city, like surrounding areas. And I'm just like, okay, this is cool. Oh, they, man, they got this nice community over here. So I always be, you know, I always be like, okay, I see where I can, me and my family can fit in here. Uh, but that's just me. Maybe everybody's not like that. And then I know you mentioned before moving to another area that's maybe more affordable sometimes prices you out in the event you want to go back to this expensive place you live living.
1: It could. That's a good
0: point. I think that above all is what keeps us in California because we know that California is like one of these places where everyone, when you get money, everybody want to get a house in California. Everybody want to get a house in Florida or Miami. And we like, well, we here. So why would we leave if this is a place where everybody wants to have their quote, second home and stuff, you know what I mean? Or their summer home. wants to be here. So I think some of that plays on our minds too. But. These, these numbers are interesting. Yeah. What do what, what you think about what I just said? I'm just talking.
1: No, I mean, I think that's true. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I think if a person wants to move, then they should, yeah, they should venture out. I don't know that I would want to live. I don't know. Good. Good.
0: Well, check this <laughs> but out. But maybe Sha- if
1: I traveled more, you know, I, yeah. I don't, would not just pick up and just move somewhere. That's I would definitely... Point. Have to travel there, and I, I think it's really uh, special when you're somewhere and it really feels like home. Yeah, and yeah, you love that place, and you feel that that place loves you back. and yeah. not not all cities have that, so I I, I that's think that's point. that's wonderful.
0: It's a good point, Shara. Well, I, I just wanted to kind of um, uh, zoom in on cities and metro areas that okay. are experiencing growth because I think that's pretty interesting. So let's get to like 2015, 2020 to 2020. Some of the biggest growing metro areas, obviously Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Second is Dallas. Shire. Remember when we were, it's funny. Cause we were looking at Dallas like five years ago. Like, yo, Dallas might be cool. DeSoto is a suburb of Dallas mm-hmm. we was like okay yeah, yeah they
1: did like out. a new special on that yeah
0: we was looking at Dallas Dallas was affordable I ain't gonna lie we should have might have want to pull a tree on that but also Phoenix I'm seeing a lot of people that's saying Phoenix has a vibe about it you know what I mean so Phoenix is the third uh, largest metro that for blacks migrating to Las Vegas I thought that was interesting yeah I thought that was interesting. And of course, Houston. <laughs> no surprise to see Atlanta and Houston on this list. Right. Anytime a black person wants to change their life and start afresh, they get up, they pack up, and they move to Houston or Atlanta. <laughs> that's kind of the, the running joke. But what do you think about these numbers, Shire?
1: That's a lot of people. That's a lot of and it's a, a lot of growth.
0: Yeah. Now let's look at 95 to 2000. That's when Atlanta. Became hotland, the ATL, if you will. Yes, one hundred fourteen thousand migrants, black African American migrants, during that time. That's
1: huge. A
0: lot of folks, you
1: know. But that's that's. I mean, that's so huge. To one city, to one city (laughs) that I wonder how it shifted the the culture of the area. Yeah, you know, is it the same? Place does it feel the same with so many uh, transplants, transplants? Really, yep. you know. I mean, I think that's the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yep. Dallas had, uh, had a lot of growth. Charlotte had a lot of growth from ninety five to two thousand, and yeah, Orlando, Florida, and Las interesting. Vegas. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay,
1: and Las Vegas is still is still on there, and so is Atlanta.
0: Yep. Now this is where me, and your family, probably our migration from the south really kind of had it had its run No, probably before this but anyway 65 to 70 1965 to 1970 is when folks were moving to the west coast or to the coastal areas so los angeles we know a lot of even before yep even before. a lot of families before that but la was huge detroit you had the, yes. the car industry was booming washington dc number 3. Okay. San Francisco number 4, my family, you know what I'm saying? My mom's family uh, all moved to San Francisco before, before around this time.
1: Around this time. Uh-huh. I
0: don't know, I got to check with I got to check the, the
1: year. Look nine. at you.
0: <laughs> but anyway, San Francisco and then Philadelphia.
1: Wow. So, yeah,
0: things are changing. Uh, things are changing and I think one thing is true, shy. We want to thrive. Wherever we can make that happen for us and our families, we gonna go.
1: I you know, and it's it's not a negative thing. I think sometimes people are can get stuck mm-hmm. in life and sometimes a move and a change is kind of what what they need yes. to reinvent themselves, yeah. to just create or forge a new path. So I don't see it. As a negative thing to move. And I I think some folks need to move. And they haven't. Yeah, You know. Not me.
0: (laughs) Y'all help me out (laughs) y'all. Tell Shida this to go on and move man. Nah but. What we want you all to do. Who's listening is. To in the comment section. Of the. Well the review section. Let's do that. Let us know. How you feeling about the migration? What are your thoughts yes. on it? Have you participated? Have you participated in it? in it? You know, would you participate in, or are you pretty much cool where you at? Uh, we want to know. We want to know. It's an interesting topic, and we definitely going to be keeping our eyes on it. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, leave us a five star review in the review section as well. We truly appreciate it. Shire, do you got any other thoughts on the Great Migration?
1: No, okay. I'm interested to see what some of the comments will be.
0: Yes, me too. Well, we're going to get on out of here and we hope you guys have a blessed week. We're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace.
1: Bye.